0: You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Well, hello, renovators. It's Bernadette back with another episode of She Renovates. And today I have a a very special couple of women come in to share their renovating and short-term rental experience. Now Mary Newland is one of our Wonder Women and she is a very beautiful renovator. She's got a very nice style. We didn't actually talk about her own home which is in the Macedon ranges in Victoria but you know she's completely renovated it and just got some really nice features. It's quite Hamptons but with vaulted ceilings and yeah it's really special. And so Mary joined us quite a few years ago and she had a desire to I guess employ her daughter or build a business with her daughter Lila and I think that they have really achieved a really beautiful business relationship. I love the whole mother-daughter scenario because you can hear in their voices their, their passion for what they do but, and also the love. And so, you know, you will hear about um, the fact that, uh, that COVID is not Mary's first pandemic, So she had a long history of corporate uh, short-term rental in the 90s, and she came to us after having given it away for quite a while, sort of a little bit, I guess, disillusioned with it. But she's come back quite, you know, much stronger and I think with a different plan. And she will um, share with you her journey from that point. So this is really the story of a family that renovates together. And so what I'd like you to get from it is the richness that it brings to a family and how it's given them purpose and empowerment. And it's just a really good, good news story. So, enjoy. Hello, everyone. It's Bernadette back with another episode of She Renovates. And today I have a very lovely mother-daughter team. So, I have Mary and Lila Newland um, as guests today. And they have been... You're not just a mother-daughter. There is more to the team. But as we say, a family that renovates together stays together. (laughs) that how it goes. (laughs) So um, and you've been on quite, you know, quite the journey. And yeah, so I thought that we would, you know, have a bit of a chat about that. And so where would you like to start? So when did this property thing start? Because you started a long time back, didn't you, Mary?
1: Yes, I started in 96 um, when um, my husband at the time was uh, earning very good money in his job and uh, we, we, when you work for yourself, it's either boom or bust and these were some quite good boom years for us so we thought we would try to invest wisely and at the time we purchased a couple of townhouses close to the city, one in Port Melbourne one in South Melbourne. Um, They were new properties because at that particular time we didn't have time to devote to uh, renovating. Um, So we bought almost off the plan, not quite, but almost off the plan and
0: um, we've held on to them all this time. Yeah, I think you, yes, you've certainly done very well with those two properties and when you, when we first met, that was when. So you had run a um, short-term rental business before. Yes, that,
1: that's right. When I, uh, when we purchased these properties, I happened to be at a um, at a social function, a party actually that given by my father uh, for some of his colleagues. My dad worked as an uh, aircraft engineer um, for ANSID at the time, and they had some um, engineers over from. The UK, and they were not, not complaining, but saying that you know they were in a great apartment, but they really would have liked to have had a house. And if I knew of any houses, fully furnished houses that were for say uh, for uh, for rent on a on a sh- on the short term market, well, my entrepreneurial skill jumped in there and I said yes yes I said of course and because the first uh we we we, I I had a um a house in Essendon as well which um we quickly furnished and um we rented out to the engineers from Ansett that's how we really got started with the short term and um and that that actually grew because then we got a contract with Ericsson's and NAB, and in my heyday we had about 15 houses that we rented out on the short-term market. And then we had SARS happened that then went out of business. Docklands occurred where the NAB said, well, we'll have our people staying in apartments next door to our offices. So then we had to scale back very, very quickly to continue to operate.
0: I didn't realise, so you were a victim, really, of the the SARS uh, pandemic. Oh, definitely,
1: definitely because all, especially with Ericsson, I had uh, seven houses just devoted to Ericsson's and they, everyone just stopped moving people around the world uh, and that that was it. Now, luckily, most of these houses I had on a lease basis. with the owners' full knowledge that I was um, subleasing and we just offloaded those in as soon as we were able to. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was there were no JobKeepers in those days. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That's an absolute blessing, isn't it, JobKeeper? Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah. So when we first met, was it that you were planning to renovate first or you were planning Airbnb first? What was the...? Um, well,
2: um, I think it was a bit of both, really. We we're, were always interested in renovating... For ages, just always loved loved going looking at older houses and wanting to do stuff, but didn't really know where to start. And also, um, I thought that we could restart the short-term rental with Airbnb, seeing it was such an easy platform to get into it. Um, but again, didn't really know where to start, so we wanted some
1: guidance, I guess, on getting started with it all. Yeah, and my, my I think when we when we came to that first talk. We didn't really know how it was going to pan out. And I suppose it was, it was quite inspirational, the talk, and we were both sitting there saying, yes, yes, this is what we want to do. And <laughs> you've <laughs> done it, which is
0: yeah. lovely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so then I guess so the next step was taking your those, you had two properties existing. Because did you yes, have them on long-term rent at the time?
1: Uh, yes, we did. And uh, they were and they were just on a monthly basis at that stage. So I did something which I'd never have done before and I, I did terminate leases. One I left go until the people actually moved back overseas and the other one, um, well, I gave Lila free reign basically to
0: furnish and update. Wow, and so so the idea was that Lila would run the short term rental business that's right that's right
1: because the Airbnb platform, I suppose the way I was used to doing business was a very personal one on one having your contacts within the big companies mm. and once you lost that um, it was it was that was quite hard then to to carry on, and I must admit I was a little bit I was a little bit over it. um, dealing with people and I had no idea how the Airbnb platform worked and I suppose I was being a bit of a, what do they call it, a bit of a dinosaur and I thought, (laughs) well, here's here's young blood. She can cope with all of that. Um, And and they're used to dealing, um, I I don't know, people are a little bit less... Personable. Yes, that's right, personable Mm -hmm. nowadays and I find that a little bit hard where she copes
0: with that quite okay. You can, give it to, you can give it back to them, can you, Lila? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I've been looking at how you have weathered the COVID thing and I think you've done better than most. And I, I su- suspect it's because um, you have done something that, is, that sort of is a very important business practice and that's actually having your own platform So in terms of being dependent, one of my mentors always, he has this thing saying about own the race course, don't build your business purely on someone else's platform. And so by having that, you know, your own website and your own database or whatever, that you're able to, you know, communicate directly with your guests. Would that be fair to say?
2: Yeah, definitely, um, especially, you know, because we are executive home rentals, people often Google executive homes. Um, so we come up pretty high on the list. So we do get a lot of inquiries, not only for people wanting to stay sort of longer term. So we've got one one of our houses that are there for a year to 18 months, which is really good. So we get a lot of inquiries about um, managing other people's houses through the website. So, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah we the other thing that i've noticed about how you operate is that your attention to detail really holds you in good stead and i i would imagine some of those principles came through mary's previous role dealing with yep. the, yeah and business and yeah so what's what's it like working with your mum
2: pretty good how she lets me basically <laughs> do almost what I want with the business which is good um, and yeah she helps out a lot but yeah mainly dealing with all the clients and trying to find um, new clients things like that um, she basically just leaves to me I go into the houses every time someone moves out to check everything and after the cleaners being and I do all the beds and usually mum comes and helps me with that just because we like making sure everything's perfect because often if you've got not nice sheets. It's not nice, so we make sure that that's all clean and good. So yeah, it's pretty good. We see each other a lot.
0: <laughs> and have in terms of running the business, have what have you? Have you found anything challenging?
1: No, I suppose I have had to uh, consciously step back from a number of things where I might in my in my mind I haven't necessarily agreed with something. But I step back and I think no, um, younger blood is probably the the way to go, and I I haven't regretted that at all. So because sometimes you do get stuck in your in your own ways. So I, no, I think it's I think it's worked quite well. But I have had to bite my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> a number of times, especially in the beginning, where I thought, oh, oh, oh I, I, I don't know, I'll just let her run with it. And um, like I said, uh, the vast majority of times I've been more than happy with
0: the outcome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think sometimes, I don't know that it's necessarily younger, knows better. I think it's more a case, well, part of that is you're more um, in tune to different platforms and whatever. But I, I think you're just a really good blend of both. The fact that Mary, Mary's got that long, long standing experience, and sometimes you sort of have to make your own mistakes too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's the only way you develop. And often the whole business learns as a result of something that didn't go maybe quite to plan. And yeah, yeah. Have, you, um, have you had any disasters? What, in, in terms of clients? Yes, um, <laughs> basically.
2: One Airbnb guest who basically had a massive party. Over a number of days. Over, yeah, four days, four-day party. And I don't know why the neighbours didn't call us, but they did. not But luckily it was all, it was no damages in structural damage. It was just, you know, carpets had to be cleaned
1: and furniture had to be cleaned and things
2: like that. Um, but that was really the only.
1: Yes, yeah, we, bad we, yeah. I think we, um, we we came out quite lucky. Yeah, with that. um, and it's amazing what carpet cleaners and yeah, <laughs> dry cleaner. dry cleaners can do. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. And Airbnb were quite yeah, that, were very in valuable. that respect as well. They did pay for the replacement of, of quite a few items, um, and the cleaning. and the clean and the extra cleaning. Yeah. So um, we we've, I must admit we've always had quite a positive a response from Airbnb. Yeah,
2: I've never really had a problem with them. Even small things, if something's been damaged or whatever, they're always really good to respond and mm. easy to deal with. So that's
0: good. I think that's that's often a reflection of um, how they see you as a host. So yeah. they yeah, uh, I, I've found the same, and yet I do know other people that have a lot of trouble. So let's move on. So that's the the business, and are you intending to grow that?
2: Yes, I think so. Maybe a little bit. With my partner and I've just been renovating our one bedroom apartment in South Melbourne, which we're going to put on Airbnb and through the business. We get a lot of inquiries about managing other people's properties, which I have taken on two, but I'm a bit reluctant to do that. I and one with, one it's, often they're already furnished properties so it's hard to say to them that maybe their furniture isn't suitable or the right look or things like that and often they're also people's personal houses that they're moving away for a year and then coming back and you know it's got furniture or things in it that are personally valuable to them and that's always the things that get broken (laughs) so i just get a bit wary of that so i've taken on people's um, apartments that are investment properties and that they've allowed me to help style with them and things like that and that's worked out really well but yeah we get five or six
1: inquiries a month so we knock most of them back okay yeah. okay well I, on the one hand is but i suppose the other thing is that um now we we if people approach us and they've got something really different mm. it's much easier to take that on because people when they stay at an Airbnb, want something different. They don't want to stay in their normal home like they, they, they do at home. So they want to stay um, not... Like the one place that we um, manage is opposite the beach and you've, you've found the inquiries, especially during the COVID-19, yeah. just shot up tremendously because when people wanted to work from, uh, home. Work from home, they wanted something with a. they thought, well, this has got a nice view. We even had... One fellow who was having a relationship problem because of working from home that wasn't actually working out for him to work at, in the, or to be with his partner twenty four seven and so he um, rented the house what, for two weeks yeah two or three weeks and wow. he wanted it, and the reason he chose it was because it had a lovely view, and he said it would help him contemplate whether or not his relationship <laughs> would continue
0: oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so i think things like that you know do do make a, a big difference when people are looking for something as a view or uh or or, or close to a local attraction so yes i suppose when people come up with it, we've got one is actually a, a friend of ours he's got a place in carlton but he actually wants Lighter to help re- Vamp. revamp it completely so we're just waiting for this to blow or you know the COVID to blow over a little bit more and um, we'll get started on that
0: yeah
1: so we are lucky that we can be in a position to to pick and choose but also that still gives us the time to to pay attention to detail for each and every property
0: Mm. and that's critical isn't it because the minute you take your eye off the ball that's when things slide yeah uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. And that really comes back to an income, doesn't
1: it? It does. It yeah. does. And this way we also, um, we, we, we are not cheap when people, they stay, stay with us. I mean, we're not exorbitant, but I suppose when people are, are paying that bit more, they expect maybe that extra attention to <coughs> uh,
0: To be honest with you, sorry about that, coughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've actually found people that pay really cheap prices expect the most. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the expectations go up, <laughs> the price comes down. It's very interesting. Yeah. So let's get on to the renovating. So since we've known you, you and Lila have done a project together.
2: Yes, yes. Um, yep. Did an apartment in Elwood, an Art Deco apartment.
0: And, and how did that pan out?
2: It was. It was good. It was uh, a lot ended up being a lot bigger than we expected because the area was built on swamp land so which wasn't a huge problem but once we started taking the plaster down things like that we, there was so much cracking in the in the structure that we had to spend more money on the steel beams and things like that than we anticipated and the whole house was just crooked so it just took a little bit longer because everything had to be sort of made to measure because nothing would just fit squarely in
1: it was good, it was good. We learned a lot and I mean we, we certainly didn't didn't sell it at a loss. we still made yeah. uh, quite good money, and the other thing was because of it, and again, we were selling it during that time uh, just after the banking royal commission, mm-hmm. so everything just fell in a hole, so what we had anticipated and what the agents had also um, told us, but also through our own research. Um, we were expecting a higher price yeah. or a higher return. But when it came to it... Well, we did go to auction to start with and it was passed
2: in, so then we put it on Airbnb and sat it out for six months. And yeah, we went, and that worked
0: really well. Yeah.
1: yes, yes. Wow.
0: Because so if you we did have that. We, we were doing really well on Airbnb with that, weren't we? Yeah,
1: very yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: well. Uh, and it was, yeah, and then you did go to market again because I think we followed in your fi- footsteps with, Hours up here, and yeah, yeah. And so, do you mind me asking, what profit did you end up making?
2: It was sixty, around
0: sixty thousand. Sixty thousand, and then
2: the um, Airbnb, and we made another twenty thousand out of Airbnb.
0: So it was eighty thousand wow. yeah. on a six hundred thousand dollar property. That's yeah, very yeah. That's yeah, Very good. Given all the ups and downs you've had. You should be very proud of yourself. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. It was a huge learning curve. And so I sort of feel now, doesn't matter what we'll they throw at it, us, yeah. <laughs> we, we can cope. A lot of difficult ones is the first one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's brilliant. And yeah. so now you're, you're just into another project? Yes. Uh, yeah,
2: so we're, um, uh, my partner and I, we bought an apartment in South Melbourne. That was just a one bedroom that we've just finished um, and we're putting it on Airbnb. And mum and my brother are going in together on a villa in Essendon. So that's settled in May. Yes. And so they'll start.
1: We'll start on that, start on that. very well. We have um, started with, with the planning. The problem is uh, my son's overseas at the moment. Stuck overseas. <laughs> Uh (laughs) so as soon as he comes back um he'll hit the ground running but yes but when after we listened to that talk that you gave in melbourne that time uh the first thing that we did though was we we redid a kitchen in um, our south melbourne property and i just we wouldn't have had the confidence to to do it if we if we hadn't listen to you speak, and we went out and we changed the whole kitchen um, and the, the change was amazing uh, and that has been a real big feature for us with our Airbnb uh, because that's our feature photo is our kitchen now. Yeah. Not a big
0: kitchen, it's so only little. I didn't know. But that's, some, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Even, even more so proud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so then when that worked, we knew that the... Uh, that
0: the uh, formula was going to work for us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. good. And, Lila, I'd like you to share a bit of the details of the one that you've just done for yourself because I think you've done an extraordinary job. Thank you. And it really um, demonstrates yeah. how you can use renovating to go, you know, to sort of leapfrog from one, one project to the next. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we bought that uh, a year ago and we completely gutted it. Yeah, so we bought it for four twenty. Yeah. Um, we gutted it, um as a little courtyard. So we did the courtyard, new flooring, kitchen, bathroom, everything. Um, so we spent about thirty thousand dollars on it. Wow, um, and we just got it revalued at six ninety. Two hundred and two hundred and forty, is it? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> So that worked out really well for us. (laughs) So now we're using the equity from our apartment to look at another project, buying a house to do another flip or to do a flip for this one. And then we're going to see after this flip and then we'll hopefully have enough to buy our, our family home. But, yeah, it's worked out really well for us just buying something, you know, not overly expensive and not doing a very expensive reno just to... A good Reno, um, and using that equity to go on to the next one, and then just using the income from this Airbnb to help pay for everything.
0: Yeah, that, and just give me a sense of what do you feel empowered with the school, the skills that you have. What is it that it does for you?
2: Um, yeah, I feel it's really uh, well. It's, one, it's great being able to do sort of your own thing on your own terms, and just sort of learning as you go along so we try we do quite a lot ourselves what we can and it's quite fun whether it be working with mum or dad or with my partner as we renovate it's a great experience the whole thing just starting with it planning it sense of
1: achievement yeah a
2: sense of achievement definitely because yeah. you've always got this picture in your head and your hope <laughs> it yeah. turns out but yeah the whole process is um, enjoyable and it definitely gives you uh, makes yourself really proud of yourself yeah to be do
0: something like that when you step back and at the end of it look at what you've done. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I think, um, well, I you know, like certainly our experience in our family, it, it has been, I don't know, I think it sort of generates this entrepreneurialism um, yeah, definitely. a lot of, uh, you know, younger people don't ever get because they're not immersed into it. And I think renovating is a really nice way of being creative and entrepreneurial and profitable.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think the other good thing, which is what certain, what we learned from the Elwood project, is that you can make, um, you can do a renovation with minimal cost and doesn't mean that it has to be inferior quality. But if you shop around and you look around and you do your research. Like I said, they've spent 30000 on, on this particular renovation and I wish that I'd known of, or, or where, where she actually sourced her product from for our old renovations because we would make more profit that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's certainly, um, and that's what I try to say to you know to younger people, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money but you, you do have to put the
0: time and the effort into it. You do and it's sort of... I think it's it's establishing the process. So, you know, the one that works for you. So because in every every area it's different and you can get away with some things in some areas and you can't yeah. so really getting your personal sort of cookie cutter approach, you know, in in some ways is it's it's a great thing and then all you've got to do is keep rinse and repeat keep doing it yeah. yes
1: yeah. yeah so with with the project that i'm doing for my son we're at the uh chunking, chunking, down, budget, chunking the down the budget at the moment and um and that's 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 well, i'm
2: cool. i'm coming in saying no you not. let us spend money on
0: this <laughs> <laughs> i did notice mary saying, saying that she thought she might sneak in a new kitchen
2: yeah
1: right? no no <laughs> just for, like, sorry for dobbing
0: mary, it, mary.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think
0: I'm going to win that somehow. <laughs> no. But, you know, that's that's brilliant because you've learnt a lesson that most renovators take probably 10 years to learn.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a power that you now have and can take that on to, into your future projects. yeah. Okay, in, where next? What's, what's next? So you've got the project with... With Nick, with Nick yes. And then hopefully uh-huh. Lila will have her her next project and
1: then... Yes, and then um, we were for a time looking for something to um, do in our superannuation fund. There are some fantastic opportunities out there for just one bedroom or studio apartments um, in uh, East Melbourne. Yeah, (laughs) for an Airbnb. For two, Airbnb. Um, Your turn would be amazing. But then, you know, the COVID hit and then Nick, got his project and then Lila's got her project and I thought well um I'll, I'm just going to push everything aside for the moment and wait for the Airbnb to pick up again but yeah. um but yeah we've um that but you might
2: do a flipping of super funds as well
1: yes yes we're yeah. they're, they're the thing that we're um checking out with the accountant as to yeah. what yeah. way what way to go is nice to hear that everything's been thrown up in the air a little bit with this COVID-19 but um yeah, I think we've sailed through pretty okay. We did spend the time um, refurbishing, I suppose, and just smartening. Um, Doing a deep clean over everything. Yeah, yes. Redoing and, the bathroom. And, yes, yeah. and redoing one of the bedrooms and putting good, you know, nice light fittings in and a fan in another yeah. room because the, the air conditioning doesn't really reach that part of that of that bedroom that well. So... Thanks to Lima, last year and our, the first, um, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, we, we had excellent um, returns on our Airbnb. So we had a buffer already um, in place. So That's we were lucky. Great.
0: And yeah. I, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be too long before um, it, it's in, back into full swing. No. Yeah. Well, at least the
2: states are opening up next month or yeah. state orders. And hopefully, make a difference for us. We'll have some, you know, Japan, I think, and New Zealand, and a few countries going yes, to be able
1: to come to Australia. Australia. So, yeah, the most of our, or the majority of our business, I think, are from overseas yeah. um, clients. But, but it might cause more local travel or domestic
0: travel. Oh, to, or it uh, will. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. I think the things like the sport and entertainment has to get going to yeah. give people a reason to travel. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like certainly around Sydney at the moment, there's not a lot to do, you know, compared to what there has been. But, yeah, okay. Now, if someone wants to come and stay in a luxury executive home, where should we send them? Uh, As in? Guest. Executive home rentals. Do Uh, they go straight to your website?
2: To yeah, we've got a website, which is um, executivehomerentals.com.au. Um, you can put an inquiry through that. Um, you can book through there. And then we're also on Airbnb and Home Away. Um,
1: and then we also have an Instagram page, Executive Home Rentals, um, and, and a Facebook page.
0: Great. Well, um, so what we'll do is we'll... Did we ask you some photos of your projects? Yes, yes, yeah. I did okay. send them. Through. So we'll, we'll put that up. And um, we will also put the links up to all your uh, social media and your website. And and I can definitely vouch for the quality of your accommodation because I have actually stayed at the Port Melbourne House and it's very lovely. Thank you. So thank you for sharing your experience. I think you're both amazing. And I think congratulations to um, Mary for really trusting the process and going for it. And, and her little grasshopper.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, okay.
1: thank yeah.
0: you. For it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that and are thinking about how you can enrich your own family life with renovating. And if you haven't already got a ticket to She Renovates Live, We still have some left and Mary will actually be at the conference. So Mary and Lila, I should say, it's going to be an absolute hoot. Thank you for those who have left a review. Um, We've had a couple of new ones through recently. I won't read them out today, but I will in the next episode because I'm so grateful to you for making the time to write one. I read every one of them and I just feel so incredibly honoured that you are getting so much value out of the podcast and are willing to share that publicly. It really does make a big difference to us. So thank you. That's it for today and I'll see you next week in the next episode. This is the She Renovates podcast.